Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Melpomenine. Thylia. Dionysus. Let's go. Come join us today with our story tale. Talking muses of mystery that helps theater prevail. Drama master, the drama masks. Drama master, the drama masks. With singing and dancing and thespis. Yikes, we will need more wine. Drama master, the drama masks. Drama master, the drama masks. Talking musical history podcast. And uh, that song goes out to Max and Zion. I miss you boys so incredibly much. And today's podcast will not be controversial, he said knowingly. In other words, we will not be talking about fraud and Nazis. Or marijuana or like AIDS. Or gamblers. (laughs) Yes, none of that. Rather, today we're going to discuss the The origins of theater. origin of our disc cover specifically so you know what i think about when i think about one of the oldest professions you mean not the one where you you know well theater's three thousand years old my friend right this is going to be a clean show right <laughs> non-controversial non-controversial right, yeah right. definitely so of course so, it would be acting yes yes nearly three centuries old and that is not too shabby so theater is a way of explaining the world to ourselves by taking the audience on emotional journey called a catharsis a catharsis is an emotional release this is why we jump when we see freddy krueger or tear up every time renee zellweger says you had me at hello so here at talking musical history we go down the rabbit hole on some pretty cool musicals and we look at things from multiple perspectives performing production, socio-political meaning. We go sideways and slantways and longways and backways. And frontways? Yes, Kevin. Today, we are talking about the prosopon, and that's the theater, the Greek word for mask. Uh, we are talking about our covers. We're talking about Janus. We're, we're talking about uh, Mel, uh, Melpomene and Thalia. Uh, we are talking about the drama mask. Drama mask. Drama mask. The drama, drama mask. We know we promised singing in the rain. Unfortunately, Gene Kelly kind of fell down a giant rabbit hole along with 42nd Street and The Jazz Singer. What do these musicals have in common? 
Stay tuned, folks, and you will see. But before we get started, please remember to support your local theater during this crazy time. I know that Stratford Canada, Broadway, and the Theater Workshop, and many more would definitely appreciate it. It's always important to support local theater. Oh, 100%. Definitely. Support your, your, your theater folks. They're trying to help you feel, see the world in a different way. Worn back in Greece's golden age around 400 BCE that are shown two extremes of human emotion. Joy. Joy. And sorrow. (laughs) And pain. Sunshine and rain. The comedy mask shows us how foolish human beings can be. While the tragedy masks portray dark emotions such as fear, sadness, and loss. Like there are stone carvings in caves where they have people depicted with masks. Masks were used in Asian uh, theater and dance and Indian theater and dance. It's a global thing. Uh, masks are present in cave drawings. The earliest known anthropomorphic artwork is circa... 30,000 to 40,000 years old. Wow, that's old. Uh, And masks have played a crucial historical role in the development of understanding about what it means to be human because they uh, permit the imaginative experience of what it is like to be transformed into a different entity. Most cultures on the planet have used masks. In, In Greek mythology, the comedy mask was known from Thalia, coming from Thalian, meaning flourishing, the goddess of comedy and idyllic poetry, born from Zeus as eight out of nine muses, portrayed as a young woman with joyous air crowned with ivy, wearing boots and holding a comic mask in her hand. Many of her statues also hold a bugle and a trumpet, both used to support the actors voiced in ancient comedy. Tragedy, however, comes from... One of the other muses, yeah, Melpomene, meaning to celebrate with dance and song. In ancient times, women were not allowed to act. In ancient times, in Greece, in Greece, yeah. If you if you look outside of Greece, uh, drama did allow men and women to to be a, to take part. Uh, I think Greece. I don't know if Greece is unique in uh, sort of misogyny in this nature. And honestly, like I wonder, like if you're if you're wearing a mask. How would anyone really know? I'm sure that there were some women that, you know, like went to to play in the theater. Like, I'm sure, you know, there could have been some women that got in and maybe cross-dressed or whatever. No, we swear swear he's a eunuch. Uh, The oldest masks that have been discovered are 9,000 years old, uh, and they're held in Paris. Uh, and uh, it, in Paris and also at the Israeli Museum in Jerusalem. I may have seen that because when I went to Jerusalem. Oh, cool. A lot of those was what, like a theater before it actually became drama. Uh, uh, a lot of theater is actually like a uh, an extension of sort of a religious rite sort of changed into some sort of performance, accentuate things. At, at least in the Greek side, I'm not sure like uh, um, what other cultures are. With Dionysus, yeah. At that time, theater was used to sort of worship Dionysus. The, the The hope was is that 
Mel Melpomene and Thalia would like bless uh, bless you with this amazing, great script. I got it. And then like you go out and uh, um, then you you perform you perform your thing, right? And uh, um, but like it turns out that like uh, way way back when it seems like Dionysus actually traveled to India, right? And um, uh, we know this because what Alexander the Great also went there, and they were like, no, 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 this sound was founded by Dionysus. Who who knows uh, if it was or not? Ancient Sanskrit reveals to us, however, that the ancient god Brahma created the musical theater or drama. But we know India loves musical theater. Obviously, Bollywood is amazing. So I'm assuming that uh, uh, Milpomene and Thalia uh, hung out with uh, uh, Brahma and they like, you know, made amazing musicals together. Bharata Muni, an ancient Indian theaterologist and musicologist, and I think that's just a fancy word of saying musical theater god. And he, so this guy wrote the Natayastra, uh, probably the world's largest and most comprehensive theater and dance manual. Basically the earliest version of an actor prepares by by Konstantin Stanislavski and the director's craft by Katie Michelle. So this book was comprised of 6,000 couplets written in Sanskrit and spread over 36 chapters. And it would cover all of these different things of like, you know, how you could like snarl your lip or like twitch your nose or like, you know, raise an eyebrow or like furrow your face or like all these different things to elicit emotion. The whole idea was that like, you know, teaching how to act and not even just teaching like how to use your body to act but teaching people how to direct actors and like the whole idea of how production is made the arts of the art <laughs> yes the art of theater right <laughs> Bharata Mundi, the art of theater he creates this uh a book, the step-by-step -step guide on directing to evoke uh, specific styles of catharsis like an erotic catharsis a comic catharsis uh, make you feel pathetic, furious, heroic, terrible, odious, and marvelous. And sort of these sort of feelings that are supposed to be like evoked in you, rasas. Early on, right, the, when the Greeks were starting theater, they had already figured out how to like elicit motion through body and face actions, mm -hmm. which is probably why they were using masks. You can hide a lot under a mask. Well, you don't have to work as hard, too, and it's a lot easier to, to change a mask than change your face, I guess. After this message, we'll be right back. Megasthenes wrote about the prehistoric arrival of the god Dionysus in India. He was an ancient Greek historian and diplomat who traveled to India during the Hellenistic period. He described India in his book uh, Indica which is now lost and has been partially reconstructed from literary fragments found in later authors. Dionysus is said to have founded the city of Nagarahara, uh, later named uh, Nisa in India, uh, north, uh, the, in the northwest part. Um, so my hypothesis, once again, is that Dionysus brought theater from India to the Greeks by the way of Aeschylus plays, right? So Aeschylus says that Dionysus whispered in his ear and like presented it. Like maybe Dionysus actually wrote books of what uh, Dionysus saw 
in India. It's just a theory, a talking musical history podcast theory. Uh, but in Greek anthology, India and Indians are mentioned in many occasions. One rule, theater is universal. That's true. I mean, and they're, they're really not that far away from each other. Yeah, Greece and India, yeah. So that makes sense. They would travel back and forth. Like, obviously, the Alexander the Great made it out that far. But was he really that great? He wasn't great. He was fabulous. Janus is a god of Romans that doesn't exist in Greek culture um because i guess janice sort of traveled from greece to rome janice is the god of beginnings uh gates transitions time duality doorways passages frames and endings able to see the past and and future simultaneously well and i think mainly because of janice being the two-faced god such a two-faced but in this case it's not bad mindful of the past and the future yes and that's what a lot of theater does. That's that's legit. Okay, I can see the connection of Janice. I would agree with that. But like, you know, Janice is supposed to be like generally depicted as like old on one side, young on the other, because you know, seeing in the future, seeing in the past. You're saying of theater, of course that makes sense and it completely hits. That being said, I do also want to add that you can thank Janice for January. You might notice that on are like on this podcast that you're listening right now, the disc cover has two masks on it, which happen to be comedy and tragedy. The, the drama masks. The, the, the drama, drama masks. You might notice that our, our modern and current disc cover, the That's Not Canon Productions disc cover, is red and blue, and the masks are white. And Nathalia has a 16th note for her right eye and a whole note for the left. Uh, Melpomene has her eyes connected with eighth notes. But on the original flavor disc cover of Talking Musical History podcast, the disc cover is red and gold. If you listen to TMH on Apple Podcasts, this is probably the version of the cover you'll see, the red and gold. And it seems that Apple totally went with my design on that, and that's pretty cool. So there was a redesign of the masks coming on board of That's Not Canon Productions. We had Zane C. Weber of Musicals Taught Me Everything I Know redesign our masks into our disc cover. That's very cool. And he did a fun job, definitely. The, the comedy and tragedy mask, whether they are gold or white. Like, so Thespis became one of the earliest recorded actors when he broke free from the chorus and spoke on his own, carving the way for individualism around the world. Well, at least in Greece. So, so people could say proudly, I am a thespian. Yes, definitely. Definitely. Or... I am a thespian. So Dionysus was uh, fundamentally the god of changeability, grapes becoming wine, silver becoming drunk, human becoming animal, order becoming chaos. Honestly, he was the trans god of truth. In terms of trans mythology, he is seen as a trans god. Exactly. God of change. It makes sense. There's, and there's nothing wrong with that. Like, Well, first off, Dionysus is like amazing in like what... Uh, Dionysus uh, brought like the symbol of Dionysus, right? You know, like and everybody loves wine, so why, why, why get mad? Dionysus pour the wine. That's how that song goes. <laughs> I, I, all I hear is pour the wine. It's actually a Dean Martin song. It's Hey Brother, pour the wine. Oh, it is. Yeah. But the first time I heard it was on The Simpsons, and that it had that kind of vibe to it. And I think they were in Greek 
Oh yeah, yeah. Marge is like Marge is. Yeah. Well, that's the that's the same thing I saw because I don't I don't I never saw Dean Martin do that song. Well, I only know from Talking Simpsons. Talking Simpsons from the Talking Simpsons podcast. Yeah, with uh, Bob Mackie and Henry Gilbert. Very good. Cool. The father of Greek tragedy. Uh, Aeschylus, and one of the earliest recorded authors of Greek theater. It is believed that the god Dionysus, like I mentioned, whispered in his sleep, and we all know that Brahma helped Dionysus do that whispering. Uh, You can thank Aeschylus for the trilogy because one of the hallmarks of Aeschylus dramaturgy appears to have been his tendency to write connected trilogies in each play uh, serves as a chapter in a continuous dramatic narrative, which is actually kind of the way that we're going to present Forty uh, Second Street, uh, Singing in the Rain, and the, the jazz, jazz singer. singer. So this all it all connects, and it's very operatic too. The muses were generally believed to be a source of inspiration and to help mortals. The power of Thalia and Melpomene and her, and their sisters blessed mortals with the magic of song or dance to heal the sick and provide comfort to the heartbroken. These are part of the roots of musical theater. Playwrights of these times, Sophocles and Euripides, had actors use masks to portray ancient gods and mortal humans, both female and male. Masks used a range of performances, including monologues, chorus, satire, previous for satire, right, comedic, dramatic plays, and performance festivals. Uh, masks were made out of leather, stiffened linen, wood, cork, and wigs that consisted of animal or human hair. Wow. Copied from marble or bronze faceplates. Brown would represent men and white would represent women with no more than two or three actors that were used at any point in time. Actors would switch masks with turning their backs to the audience in a scrim or backstage now. Very cool. Then turn around to perform while using large exaggerated movements to portray different characters. And they needed to use large exaggerated movements because giant outdoor amphitheater. The ancient theater was constructed at the end of the 4th century BCE by the architect Polycletus the Younger with the maximum capacity of 13,000 to 14,000 spectators. So you can compare the size of this to... Uh, Memorial Stadium, which is in Texas, the largest high school football stadium, which holds 19,000 people, right? So imagine that. Or the DTE Energy Music Theater, which has a capacity of 15,000 people. Both of these, like, outside uh, arenas, able to house a lot of people uh, for different events, right? Like, uh, um, also, a really great idea for doing theater during COVID or ending off COVID, right? More outdoor theater. We have the sound equipment for it. No one needs to know how to project, even though there are a lot of people that definitely do that we could do some cool outdoor theater. Absolutely. The Theatron was in a, a seating area, and by 499 BCE, the Theatron was inlaid with stone blocks into the hill to create a permanent and natural viewing space. I bet it was a really uh, fun thing to sort of perform there. I know they did performances like since outdoor arenas are always fun. I saw I saw Weird Al Yankovic. Yeah, me too. Uh, at the DTE. Yep. I think that was like one of the first concerts I ever went to. Wow. We probably went to the same concert. We probably did. Bad Hair Day Tour. <laughs> yeah, I think it was yeah. Bad Hair Day yep. Tour. I, I had the shirt until oh, about man. 10 years ago. <laughs> the Venetians adopted the masks after the, the, the Greeks, and they were used as like for more masquerades, masquerade oh, cool. balls. 
Christianity is for most things uh, put a stop to masks when they came they came into power taking over um, Rome and ancient Greece, and so that's why mask use has stopped up until the Venetians took it back up. Over in Asia, though. The, the no masks were used with uh, uh, different like painting styles used to like show different expression and uh, things. So they, they were these were like really intricate and beautifully painted masks for performance, uh, much like the Greeks did as well. Absolutely. I mean, I think of the no theater in, in Japan as, as kind of like as another evolution of, of theater in a way from India to Greece than to Japan in a way. It's like the bow and arrow, man. Did one person invent the bow and arrow or did like a ton of people like realize, oh, this is a great way to do things? Because mm-hmm. like even the lasso, right? Like, I mean, they found the lasso is ancient in America and it's ancient in Greece. And it's like all these different places. Like, uh, you know, there are just tools and ideas that are like, like humanity is driven to seek. Yes, like Wonder Woman. Like Wonder Woman with her golden lasso. Well, the masks weren't only worn by the lead performers. They were also worn by background actors and singers and dancers. The mask use all over. I mean, the masks are used for, like, if you want someone to look like a god or if you want them to look like a special person or if you want them to convey a specific emotion or or even a way to disguise the character from something else. Masks are are, are, are super powerful in like uh, helping convey an idea. Or to hide an idea from someone else. Well, uh, thank you for joining us today. It was a, a really fun time. I hope you enjoyed it. Yes, thank you very much for listening to Talking Musical History Podcast as we talk about Drama, drama masks, master, the, the drama, drama masks, drama master, the drama masks. Uh, I hope you guys are super excited about Singing in the Rain. I know I am, as well as the jazz singer and 42nd Street. It's going to be a blast. Gotta dance. It's going to be a terrific toe-tapping time. Gotta dance. See you next time, folks. All right. Bye-bye, everyone. Melpomenine. Thalia. Dionysus. Dionysus. Let's go, come join us today with our story tale. Talking muses of mystery that helps theater prevail. Drama masks, the drama masks, drama masks, the drama masks. With singing and dancing and thespis, yikes, we will need more wine. Drama masks, the drama masks, drama masks, the drama masks. Talking musical history podcast. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.